Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another amazing session. Uh, as usual, I'm Andrew Duffy. I'm the Chief Relationship Officer here at Leaders Press. And for this episode, I am extremely happy to have with me uh, Jackie Lappin. She is the leader that helps you get booked across all platforms. It's the founder of Speakertinity. Uh, that's the speaker and leader resource company that's your one-stop shop for the speaker and the leader. And Jackie, I love having you here. And how are you today? I am thrilled to be here, Andrew. Excited to be able to help authors really ramp up their monetization and visibility. Absolutely. And that, that what you're going to cover today uh, a subject that we have many questions about very regularly, and that, that is how you can actually take that book and turn it into something that gets you the podcast uh, booking, the speaking engagement, all those things that Everybody really wants to take that book and, and kind of supercharge it. So with that in mind, then it, it, let's, let's do the helicopter view. How do you do that? What do you do? So Speakertunity is designed to give leaders all the contacts where they can book themselves for uh, speaking, live and virtual speaking engagements, podcasts, radio shows, virtual summits, virtual networking, TEDx. We'll tell you where they are. We'll give you those directories and either you can do the outreach or we have a strategic partner that you can retrain, book for you virtual assistants to do that. Now, we also give you the tools like speaker one sheets and, and speaker handouts and help you with your slides so that, you, you know, when you're going from a book and you may not have all these uh, skills and resources at your hand, we'll help you with it. We'll also give you training on how to, how to book the, if you want to do this yourself, including how to get booked in the corporate marketplace. And lastly, after you get done with all of that, those wonderful resources, and by the way, we've got conferences coming in May. So that's going to be the newest resource that we're going to have. Um, but in addition to that, let's say you just want somebody to do it for you when it comes to podcasts and radio shows. My other company, Conscious Media Relations, will actually take, read your book, write your pit, write the pitch. That's kind of my superpower. And we send it to 9,000 radio shows and podcasts at the same time with a minimum guarantee of 30 interviews. And we've done that for people like Don Miguel Ruiz, Ariel Ford, James Twyman, Joe Vitale, Chris and Janet Atwood. We got about 80 testimonials. It's not only just in the personal growth period. We say we serve anybody whose book improves one's life, one's business to the planet. So either of those things, our mission is to help you get booked in many, many ways. And some of our resources, like for example, we have directories that are regionalized just in your market. We have other directories that are just in your niche all in across North America to get you in front of meetings, venues, and associations. So whatever it is, if you are going to get out there to market yourself and sell your books, we're just going to make your road easier. And that, I, that's so often what a lot of our authors uh, that have been with us have been looking for. And that's so often the question I get asked is, you know, how do I do this? Uh, I've got the book. I've got the expertise. I've been in business, say, 20 years. But, but then, you know, wh how do I break into this massive white noise of the world of so many podcasts? How do I pick the right one? How do I do that? So it, it just it maybe step us a little bit about what would be a first step for somebody that is an authority in a business, say, in the coaching consulting world, wants to break into it, where do they start with all Okay. This? Well, the first thing is to put together a compelling pitch letter. Hmm. And a pitch letter is actually three parts. The first part of that letter speaks to why they should have you on the air. 
what problem you solve or your human interest story or something that's going on in the world that you are bringing light to um, or some aspect of why it applies, what's relevant to their audience. So the first few couple of paragraphs of your pitch letter is that. The second part of it is why you? What's your expertise? What have you done? Of course, being the author of a book will right off the top establish you as an expert. And the third part of that pitch letter is all about what are you going to talk about? Go into some of the direct specific information you're going to offer, including some bullet points. Your listeners will learn the following things. Now, you want to put that together and you can either when you select the list, we'll talk about in a minute, you can either send that to them on its own, or the other thing that's being really exciting and new in the, in the industry are podcast introductory sheet. It's kind of like a speaker sheet, which we'll talk about in a minute. It's one page with your bio, a couple of testimonials, probably from other shows that have booked you that are really big. And then also um, just the topics you speak on. So you can either attach that when you send your proposal pitch letter, or you can send it on its own and, and, and send it directly to the host with a little cover letter saying, I've attached this. This is what I speak on. You know, please consider me for your show. It's easier, but it's not quite as impactful as the pitch letter. So you can take, you can have three choices there, the, the letter, the podcast sheet, or a combination thereof. So now you got your tool. Now, um, there's another tool that you're going to need when you actually get booked, but you're not sending this in the beginning. And that is a media kit. And the media kit has these elements in it. The main release about you and your book and what the subject matter of is th that you're bringing to the world. The second is a full bio on you. The third is a four to five paragraph on air introduction that they will read when you come on the show. Then 20 questions that you want to be asked. <coughs> Excuse me, in the old days, it was 10 because the interviews were shorter, but now almost all podcasts are an hour or 30 minutes. And so you got to have 20 questions. And then lastly, your page, we call it the learn more page. It's where they can, the public can engage with you, where, how, how and where they get your book, your upsells, your coaching programs, your, um, your free gift offers, um, anything that you're introducing the public to, and then your social media links. All of that will be going in the in the in the pit a media kit when they actually book you now now we got our tools now the next question is how and where do you find those those podcasts right so um if you're going to do it on your own then you can go to what they call the podcatchers um and that is to um, uh, I, 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 uh, Apple podcast or iTunes or Spotify. Those are the big ones, but there's lots of smaller ones out there uh, that are specific to a particular genre, in fact. And, um, and you can go and you mine those channels, but here's the complication with looking for contacts for podcasts. Almost none of those podcasters will, podcatchers, pod, um, pod excuse me, actually have contact information on them. Almost inevitably, they either have just the show information or they'll send you to a website. You actually have to either go to that website or go to the host's personal website to contact them. So then you will go on there and if they, in their website, if they don't have an email, then you actually need to send your pitch on their contact form or ask them for 
how to submit to the show. Now, on rare occasions, you might actually find a submission form on a website for a podcast. And so that is a handy shortcut if you have that. But if not, if you're building it yourself, then it's all on you. Now, just so you know, we have two directories over at Speaker Tunity. This makes that really easy. <laughs> one for life-enhancing radio shows and one for, for B2B. Um, so you might not have to do it all yourself, but that's the way to go and find them. And then, you know, obviously you might just have people in your industry that you know that have podcasts in your masterminds. Um, I know that the joint venture um, uh, directory that I participate in and um, is a great resource. They've got like partners that have up to 400 or 500 podcasts in there. There's lots of different ways that you can, can lo locate them, but <clears throat> those are all good starting places for that. So, but that's not the only thing that you should be able to get on Andrew. There right. are others. So the next thing you should be looking at are virtual summits and virtual summits for those who may not be aware are collaborative programs where one person is a host and they invite a bunch of other people with related expertise to come in and speak in sequential interviews, very much like we're doing here. What we're doing today, yeah. And the benefit of that is because if you participate, you're going to get opt-ins from people you never would have met any other way. This is a great list building opportunity. And it, what I love about summits for authors is it's kind of like a dual hit. It's like a, a you know, a double base. So a double bagger. So here's how this works. When you come on the event, you get a chance to talk about your book, not just your subject matter. You can mention your book in it. Now, you're not doing a sales pitch usually because they won't let you actually sell it on the, show, on the summit. Mm -hmm. They're going to ask you for a free gift giveaway. Now, that free gift giveaway puts them into your list. Then you can introduce them to your book. But you're actually introducing them to your book on the summit. So now some people might actually go to Amazon and go buy it. So that's a possibility. And then when you get them into your list, now that's the second possibility. So for, for, for authors, summits can be a potential goldmine. The only thing you have to remember is that when you're invited to be on one of them, you have to do the promotion. You can't get lazy or you're never going to be invited back. So as long as you do that, you'll really be um, you know, building your summit appearances because once they see you on one, you'll get invited on to others. But here's a key also in that. You need to have a great freebie because if you don't have a great freebie, people aren't going to opt into your list. So you, And it, it's got to be a, a good landing page that uh, isn't a lot of clutter, there's not a lot of other things on it. You can't send them to your website if it's on the homepage, it's not ideal. Send them to a landing page where it's an easy, just, you know, here's how they register and make it an easy URL to remember because you don't want to give them a very long URL when they are trying to scramble to write it or they're driving in their car. Give them something easy to remember, like the name of your website slash one word or a separate UR, a domain that you create just for that product. <clears throat> and that's going to make it a whole lot easier on everybody. But summits are a great way to get booked. And then, and then they're speaking. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that because I, I know that for the authors that we have, in which you know maybe they're not really interested in doing the pure electronic uh, podcasting thing, they're thinking about the venue of public speaking, whether it be in colleges or whether it be uh, some have had the ambitions for TEDx. Um, so how do they break into that kind of a world? Okay, for the first, if you are feeling that you're not confident in your ability, it's a really good idea if you can get some speaker training. Okay. And there are lots of ways to do that. You can um, go to Toastmasters. You can join a group like Engaging Speakers, which is a great training program. You can find yourself a, a speaker coach. There are dozens of them all over the place and they're fabulous. Um, that's if you want to really up your game. Now, if you just want to test the waters, then test locally, find local meetings and just start practicing, you know, make sure that you've got it down and you know how you want to deliver it. And you're not, you're, you never want to memorize your speech. That's not what you're doing. You have a memorized outline of where you're going to go and then speak off the top of your head from your heart to people, and then just lead them down the path of that outline that you have in your mind. So you want to go out, start testing locally, check, see, see if your offer is working, your offer is your book, or maybe it might be your book plus something, um, and just make sure that people are engaged. But easy places to get started are local chambers of commerce, local service groups, your Rotary, your Seroptimist, your, your um, Kin Clubs in Canada, your um, uh, Kiwanis. Those are low hanging fruit if you're going to start doing local presentations and offering a book. Now, one of the things you have to check is will that location allow you to actually sell the book on site? Right. If not, you're going to obviously drive them either to Google or to your website where they're going to get more information and then get connected to you. But essentially, um, many of them will. And then you need to be no, you need to ask the, the host how many people are going to come, how many, you know, what's the procedure. And if it's a bigger crowd, and this is what I tell them, if it's a small crowd, you can handle the book sales at the same time when you're answering questions. If it is a big crowd, don't come along. Bring somebody with you who can handle the transactions because if a bunch of people run up and they want to ask you questions, you're not going to be able to handle the transactions and then people are going to walk away. So have somebody that can do the transactions. These days, it's really easy to do things on using the Square or um, uh, you know, at, at some of Apple resources. You can do this online with just an, a, an iPad. Um, and where they can just sign off, click if they're going to give you credit cards. And of course, don't forget, some people may actually give you cash. <laughs> so come with a cash box with some change in it so that you can actually give that to folks as well. Um, but know what the, the host is going to let you do first before you can do it. Now, now that you, you know, now that you're doing locals, now you can start doing more big, more meetings, more sophisticated meetings, associations, uh, women's business meetings, you know, um, a general entrepreneurship meetings, or meetings in your specialty, whatever it might be, or or spiritual centers, or parenting meetings, or um, real estate, whatever your expertise is and where your book subject matter is, then you could start doing those. And then once you get really comfortable with doing a lot of those kinds of local meetings, and by the way, these days, since so much is virtual, let's say you pick a particular organization that is really aligned with what you're trying to do. You can talk to and, and many of their chapter meetings all across America, just simply because 
they're not back in the room yet. And some have decided to stay virtual. They're not going back into the room. And some of the national organizations that have local chapters now have a national virtual meeting that happens once a month so that you can get on that even if some of those meetings are back in the room. But the mm -hmm. national virtual meeting is a really good option. So now you're moving up the field, the, the, the chain and you you're, you've really kind of conquered that area. And the next thing is conferences. And so um, now you're going to be looking at conferences in your specialty area. Um, you know, and you can use a resource like we're going to be bringing conference connections, speaker opportunities, conference connections. But you can also look um, just on things like um, events in America. That's a great resource to tell you what conferences are coming up and trade shows are coming up. Um, and you can, uh, you know, start looking around in your particular industry or talk to people who are putting on conferences that, you know. They may be willing to put you on your state on their stage, but remember this: some of those people are also going to charge you for being on their stages. And if you're going to do that, there's a couple of things you need to consider. It, don't just drop money on it unless you are convinced that you have a good ability to sell a certain number of people mm -hmm. with your presentation consistently. If you know that your presentation converts to 20% of the audience every single time, then you can evaluate whether that's worth spending that money for a paid stage. And if you don't, if you're not convinced of that, then that's not a, a good bargain for you to, to right. take advantage of. However, here's another strategy. Let's say that you have a stage and they have a stage and they're asking you for money. Offer them an opportunity to speak on your stage if you have a large enough audience to justify this. Give them a chance to speak on your stage and they'll waive the, uh, the opportunity to speak on their stage. It's called a stage swap. Nice. And it's a great strategy that averts that cost. Um, the, one, the other factor that you should factor in is most of the time today, if somebody tells you how many people they're going to have in their audience, cut it in half. Um, because many times, and I don't know, you might be among them, people register for these conferences, they pay real money for them, and they don't show up. Yeah. So don't hold it against the organizer. That's kind of the state of the world today. So just in your mind, think, okay, if I get half of this in my, in my presentation, I'm good. So... Sounds wonderful. One one question I have uh, relating a little bit back to the podcast, and this is literally just for something I get asked regularly when someone is thinking about doing a book and, and moving on. Many of them come to me and say, well, I, I can get on all these podcasts, but they're charging me for, for getting on or they're charging me money. Uh, do you, it is that something that someone should consider doing? Because it sounds like you have options to get them there without them having to take out of upfront fees. You're absolutely right. 90% um, of podcasts don't charge. Right. That other 10% do. And the decision as to whether to, char to, to, to pay for a podcast is really a couple of factors. How big is the audience? How important this is to you? Do you believe that, that you have fewer options 
and that this is one of the only ones that'll do it for you. When we when we do our radio media tours, you know, we generally run anywhere from 30 to 50 interviews and we get maybe four or five paid requests. And most of our clients don't pick that, but a few of them who feel that, okay, they really want to expand their audience, they have no problems with spending extra money, then they'll go and they'll, they'll do those. But I would strongly recommend don't pay big dollars for podcasts because the return is not likely to be big on your investment. If it's 40, 50, maybe, you know, 60 bucks. Yeah. But if they're asking you for $1,200 for a podcast, walk yeah. away. <laughs> that, that was the answer I was expecting. And yeah, that, that's what uh, we generally hear is in that price range. Um, so really what it sounds like to me then in this, when, you know, as I talk about publishing people at the end of the, my talk, they're like, wow, that sounds hard. I need help. And I'm like, well, here I am. Sounds to me like doing this podcasting, doing it yourself is kind of hard. So they need help. Exactly. Exactly. That, that is much the case. It's really about how much time do you have in your hands? Right. Now, if you have the time to sit there and go through it, that's fine. But why not take advantage of somebody who's got all that data done and know where those folks are and have relationships with them. It just makes life a whole lot easier for you. And, you know, obviously you thank you for opening the door. We would love to support people as you know, in getting them on getting their book and them out to the audiences that they need. So, um, but yeah, you know, if, if you have a team, if you have virtual assistants yourself, Hey, then it's a great idea. But, uh, or if you're, if the only thing you're doing was a book and you're retired, sure, that's another great strategy. But if you're a working stiff, like most of the rest of us are, <laughs> and you're working, you know, five, 10, you know, 15 hours a day, like some of us are, it's, it's not worth your time to go after them on your own. Um, yeah, it just I mean, didn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, and that, that sounds exactly uh, correct. And, and I can tell you just from my experience, that's, that's what they end up, that's the, that's the solution and the, the conclusion they end up coming to after some time. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of cut out that pain and, and give you the option right now or give our author or uh, listeners the option right now to, to find you right away. Um, so speaking of finding you, how can someone find you and what can they uh, to, to take this further? Well, they can find me at uh, Jackie at speakertunity.com. Um, that's my email, but come over to speakertunity.com. That's where all the resources are. And I invite you to peruse. And if you'd like a private tour, um, one of my team uh, and, or I can actually walk you through what might be perfect for you. I mean, I, admittedly, we have lots of resources, you know, including doing your speaker one sheet and your podcast introductory sheet and uh, your book flyers. We have all those resources. So let's find out exactly where you are and what you need and, and direct you there. So that's what we would love to do. And if you're interested in the radio media tour, you can also find it on that page. It's, it's all wrapped up there. But I'd love to give everybody here um, a useful tool that might be if they're looking to get on podcasts um, and make yourself really, really, uh, uh, what should I say, welcome guest in most cases. Um, I have um, a great little ebook called How to Make Yourself a Sought After and um, a Sought After and Formidable Guest. And I'm going to give you a link for that. It's called speakertunity.com forward slash guest. So if you just go to speakertunity.com forward slash guest, you can get this. And it is a very comprehensive document. It, it gives you a ton of things that you need to know to be a good podcast guest 
and to make yourself a returnable podcast guest. <laughs> so they want you again. So that's a great resource. Wonderful. Well, everybody, if you have, your, you have the uh, access to that now, you heard it here first. And Jackie, I really appreciated having you on today. It was a pleasure speaking to you. And I look forward to doing business with you in the future. Andrew, it was a joy to be here. And may all of you publish and profit. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Jackie. And thank you, everyone. And stay tuned for our next episode.